What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Speaking Podcast. My name is Dan. How are you guys doing tonight? How are you doing tonight, John? I'm doing good. I want to do a Bane voice, but I'm not allowed to. That's that's copyrighted to uh, discography discussion only. Yeah, we, we only talk in the Bane voice on discography discussion. But you know what band I think could benefit with having more clips of the Bane voice? Circle back. Do tell. What band? <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's enough <laughs> i don't think it's any kind of secret how big of a fan i am of circleback uh they are one of my favorite uh new bands um just and they're not new i mean they've been around for a while but like uh as far as like them releasing stuff consistently you know with terminus we had was terminus two years ago it feels like it was last year i can't even remember now that's that's you know it took me at least an entire year to actually buy a physical copy of terminus i i did get the nice vinyl uh release as well as the uh cassette release and uh i gotta say man uh it was really cool uh getting to catch up with john again i mean we talk all the time but like you know a time that you guys get to you know actually see our conversation play out in real time and uh, it was cool having jared in there jared the drummer who used to be a bass player um this was a fun chat we talk all about their new record uh the gift of time and uh by record i I mean ep uh it's 10 minutes but it's 10 minutes of absolute you know start a mosh pit in your basement you know punch a couple of people don't punch people you're trapped with people don't punch them yeah it was kind of fun watching this because uh i had dinner date with some friends that night and then by the time you started it i uh <laughs> i think i popped in about halfway through and I got high and was going to bed. And then I thought, I realized as I listened back to the whole thing, what I thought John said was, it's like I got high when he was trying to talk about the whatever. I can't remember exactly the specific of what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, maybe it was hyperconnected, I think, is when he was talking about that. And so all I heard in was, oh, it's like I got, or I, I smoked a bunch before I did this. And then I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> But you guys don't see the comments necessarily in live time, nor do you will you like know what I'm talking about. So I was like, oh, God, no one knows what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, we didn't. We just kind of ignored you. You did. But actually, uh, yeah. it confused you because you kept seeing the brutally speaking thing, replying to things. And you're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, th- this is one of those like th- th- this was this was one of those fun chats because it was live. And yeah, I totally kept looking. I was like, brutally speaking podcast. Wait, that's me. <laughs> he, can't, he can't be posting as me. But guys, this is a super long chat. And uh, I want you guys to I, I want you guys to hear it in its glory. If you liked my intro just now, uh, you get to hear it again again because i did an intro in the actual chat unless john cut it out but uh this was super fun check it out this awesome chat with circle back What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Speaking Podcast. I don't know why I said that, because we're going to, me and John are totally going to go do an intro like tomorrow or something and put it before that. Not not you, John, but but John, the the, the other John, the, yeah, the other John that, yeah, who's um, mysteriously absent again for the second time. He's John without the age. Yeah, I know, yeah. man. He's he's ignoring the greatness of Circleback and I'm trying. I'm trying to get him. 
But uh, yeah, so tonight I am sitting down with, if you can't see, I am sitting with uh, John Marino, as well as Jared, the drummer <laughs> of, of Circleback. What are, guys, what are you guys up to today? Hold on, nothing happening? right now, actually. Yeah, I uh, dry run goods, man. That's what I've been doing today. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, so Jared, Jared did something extremely awesome today. I don't know if you if if you guys have time to check out his Instagram at Dry Run Goods. Um, he just hand dipped. What did you hand dye? Like a pair yeah. of chucks, like white chucks, and there's like yeah. this crazy denim color. It is so yeah. cool. I watched I that video like that time. When I was at work, I did see that. Um, yeah, because I'm looking at it, I was like, I was like, wow, yeah. So it's just like a hand dip. Like how long? How long yeah. did you have to? How long does it have to sit in there to like really get dyed uh, like that? So like I have to keep it on stovetop for about an hour at okay. like mid to mid high temperature. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> from the picture, it just looked like you just dipped it in there real quick and then pulled it yeah, out. I just I let it sit there for the entire hour, and I, I would stir it every now and then just to kind of get the water flowing around it. But they turned out great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the awesome. that's the magic of the internet right there. You know where you can just. <laughs> You could just go back in and be like, "All right, hey, we're done." It only took yeah. me thirty seconds. Yeah. Yep. Well, well exactly. speaking of the internet and internet things, so you guys have a new EP or a new seven inch or whatever, whatever the kids call it, whatever term sounds cooler. Uh, you know, EP or seven inch. Forty-five. Yeah, forty-five. <laughs> Can't wait to get my forty-five in the mail. Um, the record, not the gun. Uh, right. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that could get real dark real fast. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah we just took a, a weird turn. Sorry. Yeah, well, uh, so you guys put uh, put this EP out, and um, your guitar player, Nathan, was telling me about it uh, a few months ago, or as much as last year. Um, and I was I remember hitting him up a whole bunch of times, being like, man, it'd be you know, a shame if you just you know sent me that real quick. You know? <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it, uh, which is good on him. Um, but it's called The Gift of Time. What do you uh what what would possess you guys to put new material out when you can't go play it out live? So I, I guess I'll take that one. Um we've just been since we recorded Terminus, we've been dying to put out new material. Um Nathan is like a riff machine, as you know. I mean, you talk yeah, to him oh quite yeah. frequently. That guy, all he does is just do music all day. Like, and he just, you know, every day we'll our band chat will blow up with like, oh, check this riff out or check this riff out, yeah. or, you know. And, you know, we ended up like cobbling some things together and we found some things that were really, really good. And that kind of birthed the gift of time. We wanted to move in a, kind of a, I don't, it's crazy, but we moved in a more heavy direction, you know. Um, yeah. some, of, some of the stuff that we've heard right now, as far as like early returns on the record, have been that, you know, it has that like 2000, early 2000s metalcore sound and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. while we're keeping our own, circle back sound itself so we're really excited about it i think everybody did a great job i think jared's performance on the album was was unbelievable you know i received text messages every once in a while just saying man jared really just crushed it on the album so good on everybody in the band again like danny you know, i've told you before i'm just a singer you know sure. i just get up there and just scream for fun so um i really you know appreciate all the hard work and effort that everybody put into it and I know Jared took um, some extra time while we were writing the album to make sure that he, you know, he was he was playing to a click and practice and everything like that. And Jared, maybe tell tell us a little bit about 
your, you know, how you wrote the drums for this record? Yeah, it was, uh, well, the thing, the thing that's really nice is that I've been playing music with, uh, Richard now for eight years, I guess, and maybe nine, but, uh, so we click pretty, pretty well, so we can feed off each other. And I feel the same with Nate now, like we can feed off each other and kind of see where each other's going and, uh, understand where, how we want to get there. Um, and I, I've never, I'm not really a hardcore drummer. Uh, I never thought I'd play drums in a heavy band like this. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I've never played to a click before. So like, this is all new. And the first in Terminus, we started writing, uh, and I hadn't played drums for about three or four years. Um, so, so it was nice for me to be able to write new, new songs where I've been playing now for a few years consistently and trying to get better. So, uh, it re I'm really proud of how these drums turned out, but it was just so easy with the songs that we were coming up with. It was so easy to write. Totally. And I was, I was pretty blown away, uh, just hearing it, you know, especially, you know, when you guys, uh, when you guys dropped hyperconnected, I was completely blown away because like that I couldn't, I like for me, my, my golden standard for a long time was terminus and, um, Ooh. and you know, whatever, whatever violent life, violent deaths doing this week, you know, right. uh, yeah. but, like, same for us yeah know? yeah so yeah, like yeah. it it absolutely blew me away uh That's just awesome. the the level of heaviness and the amount of pent-up anger um and do you guys do you guys think that to a certain extent some of that pent-up uh heaviness maybe not even anger because for whatever reason no matter what um john you don't strike me as an angry guy like <laughs> right right you know i mean I i'm watching you on i'm watching you on the video right now just like you know going after it but uh <laughs> What, is some of that pent up aggression just uh, just from being inside too long? Yeah, and that's that's probably part of it. I think we're just upset and angry that you know we haven't had the opportunity to play a show short of like the live stream that we just did, and you know that yeah. was fun and that was kind of like an appetizer. But you know, once this whole thing goes away and we can finally you know get in front of a crowd, um, I think some of that will go away. Um, sure. I think I think it's safe to say that Jared and I have had a tumultuous 2020. So yeah. I think a lot of that emotion and anger has uh, has come through on the record itself. And I think the lyrics, you know, when we talk about the, like the lyrics itself on um, not only hyperconnected, but, you know, the rest of the EP, I think I got a, like a lot of emotion out. So I was pretty yeah. excited about that because that's really the only avenue that I have right now. You know, I can't you know, scream at my employees, I'd be fired in two seconds, you know? So there's gotta be some way to get this thing out. So, um, right. you know, it's just kind of where we, we landed on, on the most recent EP. And, you know, I think it's doing well so far. I mean, the streaming numbers have been really good. Ryan is, you know, from blasphemer has been, has been selling like a decent amount of records. Uh, Revelation records is going to be picking it up um, to uh, distro it as well. So we're really excited about all the, places that this ep has taken us so far and it's only been out for less than a week man going yeah. for uh going from from blasphemer to revelation <laughs> well yeah i mean i mean they're going to be destroying it i mean yeah, yeah, yeah all rights reserved to ryan i mean 
and Blasphemer. Yeah. He does such a good job, and he's been nothing but gold to us. Um, yeah. Helped us through like some of the artwork process, and you know some of the questions that we had. He he, he works with so many bands that you know he has that knowledge base, and we're really kind of uh, blessed to be part of you know that little family. So. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really cool seeing the seeing the hype for the band. You know, I remember when Terminus came out. Um, you know, I remember I remember hearing that record and being like, you know, totally totally blown away. So blown away that I waited a full year before I actually purchased a physical <laughs> copy of it. But I did buy two copies. I got the cassette and the uh, and the, yes. uh, the vinyl. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I remember I remember just just how much like hype for the band has has continued to grow even even throughout you not playing out and not um not being able to go out of town and do weekend <laughs> weekend warrior type stuff. You know, um I, I think there's uh different things that have helped us with that. I mean, uh with Nate doing his uh his guitar YouTube channel, <laughs> you guys are drinking yeah. at the same time here. Uh but uh, just for you, Jer. Yeah. <laughs> so that, as well as uh, we try to stay pretty active on socials, uh, just to kind of, you know, interact with everybody and make sure they understand that we're still in this. Like we, we're still here. We're still active as best we can. So. Yeah. Well, but, let's get into this. Let's get into this EP a little bit. Um, you know, hyperconnected uh, was featuring. Yeah. Um, was featuring Scott from violent life, violent death. Um, and I'm not going to ask the generic question of, well, how did that come about? Cause I know you all are like super close. Um, but, um, what, what made you want to have a guest vocal, uh, on the show? I, or on, I, I, on, not on the show, on the, uh, right. on the show. yeah, on the show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, but, uh, on the record. Um, I think we kind of discussed it as we were writing, Mm-hmm. And um, I think Jared and Robert kind of brought it to my attention. Hey, this would be a really cool part, or we need to get either Scott or somebody involved yeah. um, to maybe do a little bit of a, you know guest vocal spot somewhere on the album. Once yeah. we were writing Hyperconnected, I knew right away that that is like a perfect spot <laughs> where someone yeah. can kind of jump in. And I reached out to Scott, and of course he was you know he's like the best guy ever. So he's like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man, no problem. He's like, I'll have it done in like two days. And, um, you know, they're lucky enough to have, you know, somebody in the band that has a studio. So he kind of cut his part. We listened to it. Um, He kind of gave, you know, I gave him a little bit of feedback. And, you know, to be honest, there's really much feedback needed. I mean, he's pros pro. So he went in there, knocked it out. And after we were done recording, you know, we sent it to Jamie and Jamie kind of mixed it. And and it sounds great. I mean, you know, Scott is such a great by the way. That's Jamie King. Just want to get yes. that out there. <laughs> yeah. We threw out the Jamie King thing a lot because listen, he's he's awesome to work with. Um, you figure like somebody that has that kind of like status within the music that we do would kind of be a dick, but he's yeah. not at all. Like he's just like the greatest guy, you know, yeah. like so friendly and like welcoming. And we we felt right at home. And I I hopefully that type of like feel came out when we were doing the album itself. Yeah, totally. I mean it this thing sounds incredible. Um, and it's even, you know, again, I, in my opinion, it's a step up from terminus, even from, uh, just from a production standpoint alone and really brings out the heaviness. Um, 
so let's let's dig into this a little bit. Uh, and and this time instead of last time, I'm gonna let you tell me what the songs are about instead of me trying to tell you what I think the songs okay. are about. <laughs> well, you know uh, what? Last I think last time we went through this, you did a really good job. I think you and I were were pretty aligned on you know your interpretation of the song versus you know the the actuality of it. Yeah. But I got to be honest with you, you know, it's the same thing with this as it would be with with any type of music. It, it's you know, it's up to the listener of what you're going to get out of it. So, sure. you know, if you you interpret one thing, it's great as long as it's, you know, like I've said before, that it doesn't like align with, you know, moral and, you know, <laughs> social as long as it know, doesn't issues or anything like that. You know? or someone else in some right, way. Exactly. Yeah. So um I'll dive into just a little bit of that. I mean, hyperconnected, sure. you know, I'll just can't kind of give you like, you know, like the, the high level overview of all this, but um, hyperconnected really is, it, it, I wrote the song based on um, everybody's, you know, obsession with technology. You know, yeah. at this time, I think everybody's really connected to devices and things like that. It's completely fine because I work in that industry. So Please right. keep doing it, but at the same time, <laughs> um, it's it's trying to find that balance between, you know, your device or your streaming service or whatever it happens to be, and you know what's actually going on, you know, in the outside world. So um, that's kind of a little bit of hyperconnected. Uh, moving on to the gift of time, it kind of ties in with hyperconnected because real quick, John, John, yes, real quick, ahead, um, yep. hyperconnected. I remember when we were working on that. Uh, there was a lot of talk of Chambers songs, Chambers music at that time. And I know like that was one band that really influenced that song in particular. Yeah. Musically. That is. Yeah. I think especially that last little part, Jared, you know, like I think we, yeah. we took a little bit of influence from that, but the good thing about circle back and, and Jared can speak to this as well is a lot of stuff we do is like, you know, it's every song has its own feel to it. A lot of times, yeah. a lot of albums, a lot of records that you listen to, it all sounds exactly the same, like from track one to track whatever. And yeah. Circle Back kind of has a, a different feel for each song, which allows the listener to have like a different experience each time, which I think is yeah. cool. And that's the one thing that I feel that has set Circle Back apart from like most bands. You know, it's not like the same, like basically it's like the same song all the way through, just kind of like... Right little minor changes in parts and things like that. Like Jared, do you, yeah. I mean, do you like align with kind of what I'm saying? You know, hopefully like, Oh, absolutely. Like There's, stuff like that. I mean, like the, it doesn't take us long to really write songs, but we're all listening to all different things. So that's going to influence how we write. And I mean, I know in particular, I know like two, two or three specific bands I was listening to. And I was like, oh, what would they do at this point? Oh, that would be interesting. Like, it just, it opens me up. Because, I mean, everybody steals from everybody. I'm not saying I'm stealing anything. I'm just saying, right. like, it just influences how I write. And it's been awesome. I love it. It's, I never thought it would be this much fun playing drums in a hardcore band, honestly. Yeah. Because I, I, I always, I liked playing bass. <laughs> yeah. When I joined. But... You know, there was, a, Jared, the best part is that it was a need and you did such a great job. You just like walked right in, uh, sat down. He's like, oh, check this out. Yeah. And you're like just beating the crap out of like the <laughs> snare drum. And it was just so awesome. We're all just like sitting there like, oh my God, we're, you know, what, yeah. what is he doing? This is awesome. So yeah, we're really fortunate to be able to be in a position where we have 
like five like just great musicians and like just good and people. We all get along well. really well. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing because like a lot of bands have like a bunch of scumbags and stuff in it, and we're fortunate enough, you know, to get along really well, like Jared said. Yeah. And, and I think that chemistry allows us to be able to write music and not, you know, like bitch and complain all the time at each other about okay, well, I don't like this or Mary, you know, like yeah. we, we don't we don't do that, which is awesome. Plus, we're adults too, which is awesome. <laughs> you know, that right. also helps. Well, yeah, and like I think that's that's one of the coolest things is you know being uh, watching you guys communicate, even though it's you know super hyper connect hyper connected in that uh, it's all online. <laughs> See you guys communicate. You guys, you guys, you guys have a playfulness that I think a lot of bands kind of lack, especially hardcore bands that tend to take themselves a little bit too seriously. And even though the music is serious, uh, the uh, I, I don't know that that playfulness that you guys that you guys have online, I think, is is part of, in, in my opinion, part of the, the the hype building, you know, too, in that like, well, it's it's not only just online, but it's it's how we are. Like, I really don't like Robert. So it just, it translates. I do. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. I picked up on that uh, <laughs> earlier online. He was like, he was like, way to invite me, dicks. See, <laughs> yes, listen. Yeah. Robert is like the baby of the band, you know. He's like in his like mid twenties, yeah. And we yeah. just we just bust his balls because we can because you know I'm like I, I remember we were God we were driving home from practice. It was last week or the week before I drove him back, and I was like, oh man, in the nineties, you know, like this show, this like he's like I was like three, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, way oh, back man, when I'm music sorry. stopped being good, right? Yeah, yeah. right. right. <laughs> I just went straight like old man on him, and he was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Then you're like, I wonder if I can get an AARP discount. <laughs> you right? Uh, yeah. Listen, right. man, I'll yeah. hit the early bird special. I have no problem with that. Right? Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. And so, like, that, that playfulness. And, like, it, what struck me, too, is, like, whenever I, uh, you know, I ordered a record from you guys, and I ended up getting candy, uh, you know, in the package <laughs> as well. I was just like... I was like, that is such a, that's such a circle back touch. Like, Very. like, you know what, what are we going to do to make every package special? I know. Right. And it must've yeah. been like Halloween candy, you know, and it was yeah, out of state. Richard. So I didn't recognize what half of it was, but I ate it anyway. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Richard, Richard set that yeah. out, right? Yeah. 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 He, he said he had some, ex- he's like, Oh, I had some uh, Halloween candy. I just yep. some candy. So, no, I did not eat it. Actually, I gave it to my kids. But well, the best part of it, we were because whenever you message us and you were like, "Hey, you know, the candy was great," we're, then we started messing each other. Like, we're, is is he joking? Like is it for real? Like, did you really yeah. do that? Right. So, yeah, and let's the yeah the six pack of beer that you threw in there. I mean, it was just of course, yeah, yeah why incredible. Not? Yeah, like the best customer service, ten out of ten. Would buy again. It's, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um. So where are we at? We're on uh, the gift. Oh, the yeah, good thing is, is we, the only good thing is, is we only have four songs to get through. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. What do you mean? We're going to do like a two-hour thing, right? That's, yeah, like, that's what I was expecting. Right, a seventeen, um, a seventeen-hour, you know, line <laughs> by line uh, <laughs> breakdown of the of so the record. I was records. thinking this when I was writing this, and uh, so I think I'll, I'll kind of go through the like, I guess my my interpretation of the song. Sure. And I guess Gary could fill in every, you know, about the musical process and things like that. I think that would kind of make it a little bit more smooth. Spoken like a true singer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Because don't forget, I just sit around and just scream. That's all I do. Hey, you know, I, I have no musical talent. John's a drummer, too. Don't let him fool you. John's a drummer. <laughs> yeah. 
See, here's my problem. Like, I get too excited behind the drums. Like, yeah. you know, I need it's to be in like some, some like power pop band or something like that <laughs> where I could just smile and point and be like really corny because I, I could never pull off being a hardcore drummer because I would just be smiling too much. So, you know, like, I, it just doesn't that, work for me. Get that happy guy out of here. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Dude, you're not tough enough, sir. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, anyway, back to the gift of time. Yes. So, yeah, right. Thanks. Thanks for keeping us on track, Jared. Yeah. Um, so the gift of time um, kind of ties in with what I was saying for hyperconnected. Um, we are so connected to digital media and and devices and things like that, that we don't really take advantage of what, you know, you guys like what we really have on in the outside world, especially now with with COVID going on and a lot of people you know, suffering and people dying and stuff like that. Really, really terrible stuff that's going on in the world besides, you know, all the political things that are happening right now, too. Um, so the gift of time really is just saying, you know, like, you know, take advantage of, like, the time you have with the people that you have. A lot of people are working from home right now or a lot of people are um, in close proximity and, you know, and you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. So, um, the gift of time really is, you know, take advantage of, of the things that are in front of you, whether, you know, give a, give your friend a, a call or a text or something like that, or reach out to somebody in your family, because, you know, I know some people that had some recent losses in their life and um, it's, it's tough, you know, like, so, you know, the gift of time is all we have, you know, without quoting <laughs> my own stuff. <laughs> kind of did that for Jared, but that's uh, actually that's actually super wholesome. I like right, you know, right, yeah. You know, it's, and it's very untough, guys. So that's sure. that's real, like the circle back thing. We're like we're we're genu- we, we we mess around with each other, but we're actually like genuinely like nice people. So except right. for Robert, of course, except right? For Robert, <laughs> yeah, obviously. So, yeah. Um, Jared, um, when you were yeah. writing, you know, helping to write the gift of time. Um, you're, you're, I think your drum sound is fantastic on that. You know, we'll get to RT three, which is probably my favorite drum performance oh. you've ever had. Um, well, I have a question about that one, but we'll yeah, but yeah. kind of run us kind of run us through like the process for uh, the gift of time. And from like your, pers- from the, the musician's perspective, because you know, I, I have yeah. nothing to offer when it comes to that. So, so that, you know, even though we only did four songs uh, for this EP, I had uh, I wanted to lay off the china a bit more uh, with this with these songs. So so there's a lot of uh, bell hits uh, in in these songs, and I tried to incorporate that uh, in very important guitar parts uh, and to to accent parts. And I don't know it, that song just came about so quickly and so easy. I don't know if it took like maybe one night to write it. It was just, everything flowed so well. Um, and I, I can't, I can't recall if it was one of the last songs we wrote or what, where it was in that sequence. But that's do you know, John? I, that's, yeah. a, that's a great question. I'm not sure. And the, and the one thing we do with circle back is the song titles don't really get titles until the end or like some like obscure oh, what was this you know, like weird I, I don't know i wish I, I see nathan in the chat so hopefully yeah, he could yeah. he could chime in with that i think he saves all of that but um, i think he's just trolling us all right now basically yeah yeah he did that. he made me laugh before he put something stupid in there yeah <laughs> i just started laughing uh because that's you know what nathan does he like, trolls us all 
um, with you ridiculous know, like anime things and stuff like that that we have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, I know. We, I, I invite. Like, we're like the only hardcore metal. band that like I guess is not into. That. <laughs> like, I invite him on my metal podcast, and he just wants to talk about video games. <laughs> right, right. We're like Final Fantasy. What? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um. So you know, I I make like little things like. I guess that that guy's name is Cloud Strife in the Final Fantasy VII. So I'll do like cloud, like a picture of a cloud, and then the band Strife, and I like mix go. them together and just send like <laughs> stupid stuff to him. So kind of putting my own thing on it, but whatever. We make anyway. We make up like really ridiculous names for like all the songs. I'm trying to like I gotta I gotta I gotta. I, I never turned to center with Caveman. Yes, you return to center was Caveman in the beginning. Yeah. It's kind of based on like the feel of the rip. Like, hey man, it's like, a, yeah. Oh, um, what was Mosh with like thirty-seven <laughs> S's? I think, yeah. I think that was the gift of time, if I'm not mistaken. Could have been very well. Could've I think it was Mosh. Yeah. Continue, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So I I know Jared, you mentioned um, uh. Return to Sender, which we'll move on to. That'll be the next one. So, Return to Sender, um, kind of a kind of a heavy song. It had to deal with uh, COVID, and um, I I never experienced de- depression ever in my life um, up until 2020. Um, COVID and some personal things as well, which kind of led to this kind of like dark period for me. So, um, writing Return to Sender kind of got some of that out and. Um, kind of the loneliness and I kind of want the the listener to kind of, you know, experience that anybody who's obviously alive and is listening to our stuff. Sure. More than likely had to deal with uh, a pretty awkward 2020 and so many things you couldn't do everything that you wanted to do. you were kind of locked in by yourself for the most part. I mean, if you were following regulations and things like that, please do because we want to play shows for sure. Um, and, and, and stuff like that. So that was kind of like the most emotional song of, of all of them. And it kind of felt good to get that out. And I think the music in that particular song itself, it's pretty driving. It's, you know, it's not like 10,000 riffs short of like, you know, the wild and crazy like leads that Nathan has on that where he, you know, we, we, we steal, we don't steal, but we kind of like pull from the, the aura of, of integrity, the band integrity from there. So, um, but really that's kind of like the whole vibe of that song and, I think that was another pretty, like, an easy one for you to write, Jared, as well. Yeah. But kind of yeah. talk us through that one. That uh, So that song, I remember, like, from the jump, like, it was just, like, it, we wanted to keep it very steady, a steady pace, just kind of relentless, just a relentless heaviness. And I love the stops at the end that we do, you know, like, the last part. Yeah. Uh it's like symbol grabs. So like little things like that, it's, it keeps the intensity up and Nate's noodling through, you know, the, the end and the chorus and everything. But uh, no, I love it. It's such a cool song. <laughs> Nate, the noodle. No- noodle and Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. I think that's my favorite song uh, on, really? on the EP right now. It's easy, um, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people like hyperconnected just because it was the first one that came out. Yeah. yeah. And then a lot of people are like, once they dive into it, they're like, oh well, you know, I found a new favorite. Like, I love hyperconnected. I yeah. really love RT3. I know Jared's like favorite song. 
on on the yeah. of the four is is RT three, and it's my favorite drum performance. So <laughs> get, getting into RT three, that's like the continuation in our in our Richard series. I was um, about to ask you, what is your guys' <laughs> obsession with dudes named Richard, and there being multiples of them? It's it's <laughs> awesome because we have Richard in the band, right? And uh, he's you know he plays guitar, and Richard seems to be like from RTS. Richard wrote the majority of that song, most of the riffs, and in RT three, Jared and Richard used to be in a band, and some of the stuff that we used was was like loosely based on, yeah. on, a, on on some riffs that they had from their old band. Okay. And um, so we can't, we're kind of keeping like the Richard theme alive. So especially live, like I'll go all in on that and be like, ladies like, and gentlemen, right. everybody hold on for a second. This is the Richard part of the program. And, you know, we can get like all dramatic about it, you know, like Richard the second or Richard the third and, and just be, you know, like a, a, a fool, like, cause that's what yeah. I do. You know, so, <laughs> but um, I, I don't hear any of this stuff. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, I can't hear anything. I love it. And that's my favorite yeah. part because none of the guys know the, the just utter <laughs> crap does. that is coming yeah. out of my mouth until somebody like records it and like, John, what are you doing? But we know it's not going to be like malicious or anything. Oh, God, no, no. Yeah, I, I won't do anything stupid. You know, like I, I really just, you know, either make fun of myself or just say like outlandish, like just dumb stuff just to make breathe heavy in the microphone. Oh yeah. Well, that's <laughs> also because like, you know, I, I need to hit the gym <laughs> because. Oh, and, and it's also part of proving how tough you are. I mean, that's, that's, Obviously, I mean of course. Yeah. Going all out. Right. Right. So Richard, Richard, the third is kind of like a, another like redemption song. Um, Richard, the second was really, really heavy um, based on like, hurt feelings and things like that and then richard III kind of is like the natural progression of of the richard series which is kind of like the redemption song like a new day like okay i've gone through so much crap now here's you know my new opportunity so that's kind of like the the thought and feeling behind richard the third but you know believe me i'll continue on with you know richard the 17th if we ever if we ever can get there you know i'm trying to keep these royalty royalty numbers up you know as far as you know, the Richard series, I guess, you know, yeah. I don't want it to be like, Hey, you like someone jumps online. They're like, Oh, you know, they're just trying to do Richard, like research on Richard the second, the actual like monarch. It's not about that, you know, like, because yeah, I'm sure he did some like yeah. really shitty things. So don't worry about that. But and this then is gonna... like more of like our Richard, you know, not yeah. our Richard, but like our personal Richard, not, you know, the guy in the band, but our, Figment, the figment of our imagination <laughs> circle back. I don't know, man. Just cut me yeah. off right now. I'm done. Oh, man. It's like I've, you know, like smoked a bunch of pot, but I have not. <laughs> so I'm really Richard, man. <laughs> Richard, man. You, you don't even know about Richard. Let me right, let me right, tell you. Right, right. Let me tell so, you about but, Richard right now. <laughs> which is crazy because I don't want anyone to think that I like I have some like weird, you know, imaginary friend named Richard that I write these songs about. Why, why nobody nobody would have thought that until you, until you brought I that up. Never would have thought that either. Yeah. So, hence, this is why, like, I need them to kind of like just shut me down every once in a while. Like, please do that. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so, uh, Richard, uh, Jared, yeah. can you please, yeah. like, please tell us about your drum, like the drum performance on Richard the Third, because it literally has one of my favorite fills you've ever done. 
on there, and it it just makes me happy yeah. every time I listen to that. Song. Thanks, Richard. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that song. So I I love the songs that we like we uh, used from like that inspired this song that Richard and I did. I mean, we we wrote that probably in 2012, I guess, and I changed uh, the feel of the second time through to the two-step part it used to be just this heavy breakdown and i said well let's try it as a two-step part and it is just my favorite part it's so simple but it just sounds so heavy and then it goes into the uh the blast beat but before that i think i know the the uh phil you're talking about the night before we, we recorded that uh i was talking to robert uh unfortunately and and <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were talking about, I, I was talking to him about this architect video that I watch all the time. It's Devil's Island, them in the uh, the studio recording it. And there's this fill that, uh, that the drummer does that it just, it sounded so cool. He's just going from the hi-hat to the snare, just back and forth. And the, the double bass is following it. And so I was like, I, I want to incorporate that in the song somehow. So I hadn't played it until we recorded it. Um, and I just threw it in there. It's just, just cause it's just uh, Robert and myself playing and you're doing vocals over top. And I just threw it in there. Just, it just fits so well. I think that's the part you're talking about, right? It is. It is. That's exactly where it is. And I remember whenever so you cool. did it, I like stood up on like the chair. Yeah. You're like, oh! you're like, like that, that. 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 I was like, keep, keep doing that. I want more yeah. of that. And, um, yeah. And I think even Jamie, like he was, Jamie King was just sitting there and he was like, he kind of gave like a nod of approval. He, he's a drummer too. So, yeah. you know, I think if you can impress him, you can impress anybody. It was so oh, fun. Robert uh, just entered the chat. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Oh boy. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez, look at the time. Should I block him? No. <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Oh, so go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. What's going Sweet. on uh, in the comments? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, all kinds of good stuff. Let's see. Um, Nathan Beatty says, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Uh, words of wisdom from Nathan Beatty. Joseph Wren, my co-host on Discography Discussion, says, so much Beatty, that tone. <laughs> Nathan, ba Nathan Beatty says Jared's real name is Gary. Is that is that true? That is yeah, true. We call, we call we call him Gary, but okay. he is not. He is not Gary. Gary. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Jared, the drummer, doodly doodly do. That's that's high content right there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evidently, uh, John, my co-host, is now posting as brutally speaking podcast. <laughs> I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, Dan is talking about an EP. Wow, yeah, I know. It's uh yeah. <laughs> me too, John. So what, me too. I don't know what he's referring to. So oh, please God. tell me, please tell me why why the hate for EPs? Is it just is it just like a thing you want you want the 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 full length all the way through? Talk, talk to me a little oh, bit. Oh, so you're so you're interviewing me now. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, sir. Well, um lead vocalist, dude. They just think they own everybody. Right. Uh, I'm all, I'm also one, so I also feel that that name. <laughs> um, so I don't hate EPs. I, I have tons of EPs, dude. I've, I've pr I probably got like 400 EPs. Like I've, I love EPs. 
but whenever I decided to start the show discography discussion, where we would pick a uh, where we would pick a um, a band and we'd go through all their albums, the problem is is nobody wants to listen to a three and a half hour podcast. Like nobody yeah. does. It doesn't matter how sexy my voice is. It doesn't matter, you know. None of that stuff matters. Uh, and now that people can see my face, I think that listenership has gone way down. Um, but you know, EPs were one of those things where we we had to kind of define what we meant about discography. You know, like do we mean? Yeah, because like like like, dude, we did we did an episode on that show about Napalm Death. Yeah. <laughs> Napalm Death has like 10 years worth of EPs. Yeah. Before That's you even true. get to scum, you know, like, so <laughs> it's, it, 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 and, or like Cannibal Corpse. I don't know how many EPs they have because I ignored oh, them yeah. completely for the show. Um, so I made, I made what we call the no EP rule. Gotcha. Which just means we're not going to talk about a band's EPs. We're not going to talk about their cover albums. We're not going to talk about their live albums. We're not going to talk about their compilation albums. Um, I get yeah. that. So yeah, the, so I don't. I don't really hate EPs. Everybody continuously gives me shit about it, but right. <laughs> what it is is that like uh, I just I just felt like in the, for the sake of time, it was like yeah, we can't really talk about it. But I think the thing that irritates people the most is that occasionally, if an EP is good enough, I will still talk about it on the show. Yeah. Uh, Notable examples being like when we did our Nine Inch Nails episode, we were talked about some EPs and, um, you know, like, so it's kind of a, or like whenever I'm talking about Zayo, I'm completely biased. Right. And just talk about everything that they did. Um, you know, I mean, Zayo, at this point, Zayo could shit in a bag and I would buy it and tell everybody right. the greatest thing in the entire world. You know, it's like, you can really smell Dan in this one, you know, like, right, right, right. You know, sort of thing. So, uh, so yeah, that, that, that's really my hate for, for EPs. Uh, overall it's not it's not even really hatred but uh everybody has uh everybody has put that on me <laughs> over time that, that, so I, that i hate eps well listen i appreciate you talking about an ep right now yeah 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 man like uh yeah I, th- this ep is awesome and that that's that brings me back i'm gonna i'm gonna circle back to circle back uh, uh because that, well that's what you have well to done. do yeah I, I had i had to do it that's see and you have to understand that the whole basis of Circle Back, like when I started it originally, all started from a conference call at work. So whenever you hear like the ridiculous, you know, management buzzwords and things like that, I mean, that's literally how I got Circle Back. You know, I started yep. typing in Google, like, is there a band called Circle Back? No, awesome. I'm taking it. Yep. I literally heard now. I literally heard Circle Back on a conference call today seven times. Jeez. And um, the gift of time, you know, as has multiple meanings for me as well. It's like, it's always like my deep troll that I have with circle back. Like, you know, I play the long game with the band. I think I've talked to you about this before that, you know, the people that listen to it who are like 21 years old, you know, say they get an office job and they end up on a call. They're going to hear like half the stuff that's related to circle. They'll start hearing circle back. Then they're going to hear the gift of time. That's always a good one. Like at the end of like a conference call where, all right, everybody, we're just going to give you the gift of time back in your day. And I was like, oh, that's another song title. You know, like it's like, you know, like the jokes write themselves or it's, you know, like these people are like literally giving me song titles and it's fantastic. So, you know, like today there's 
there was a good one, you know, when I was at work, they're talking about a something, something perspective. I'm like, huh? All right. So, you know, that could be, you, you might yeah. be like a little bit of preview down the road. So, um, <laughs> you know, from the, you know, from the management perspective or from the blah, blah, blah perspective, Jeez. it's great. It's like, it's like my, it's my long game and I like it. It makes me happy. And um, it ends up, you know, being like good songs. You know, I'll take the gift of time as a joke from a conference call and then turn it into like a, you know, like a deep and meaningful song that, you know, people can understand. But I get the dual meaning out of it and I laugh and, yeah. you know, we laugh and well, cry I, together. I had never heard anybody say that term in a meeting until you had already talked about naming the record The Gift of Time. And then mm-hmm. I heard it, I think uh, it was an HBO conference call. And somebody had said it, and I was like, "Oh my God, John! Seriously, like I never noticed it. I never noticed yeah. it uh, yeah. before before John said that. Um, yeah. And and what's funny is that like so the other probably I don't probably like a month ago we were having some sort of quality assurance call with our yes. quality assurance manager. You know that you know is the guy oh, that yeah. does all the quality assurance, um, and. Uh, somebody said okay uh let's go ahead and circle back to that and i had yeah. just gotten i had just gotten my circle back hat oh, so man. on the conference call i whipped out my circle back hat and threw it down on my head now they couldn't see me because i was just on speakerphone or whatever but right. all the people around me just started busting up like it, yeah. they were like oh my god like how did you do that and then and then i unzipped i, I zipped down my hoodie and pulled back and was wearing a circle back shirt yeah, underneath it that. and they were That's just amazing. like they're like, did you have you just been waiting for that yes. to happen? And I was like, yeah, dude. Like, I, I'm I've telling you, that that's like us in the shadows. It's the greatest. Yep. It's yep. the greatest part of the band because, you know, out of nowhere you'll hear it. And most recently, I think was the, uh, uh, the White House press secretary. They've been a oh, lot of man, cuts yeah. of her recently saying, "Circle back, circle back, circle back." So much amazing. in a compilation that we put it on our on our Instagram channel, and it. You know, and people just like thought it was like the funniest thing, but it's one of those things like free publicity. You know, there's no other band called Circle Back, and every time you hear it, you're like, oh, that's where they got it from. You know, and it's just, you know, it's all part of the master plan. Don't you worry. And it just happened to, it it just happened to be, uh, the perfect name for a hardcore band, too. Like, just it also has some like like, tough guy relevance to it, you know, like, yeah, like circle pits, circle, you know, like everything, you know. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I'm actually working on a meme right now. One of my one of my buddies sent me a message, he was like, of that press secretary, he's like, you need to make a meme out of this so it's going to go viral. And I've just been trying to figure out the perfect thing to say, uh, which will probably be something like Richard the third is King or something like that. Uh, But we'll circle back to that later, you know? (laughs) Uh, So throughout 2020, we all had a bad year, right? Like, I think we can all kind of just push that to the back. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, what, what do you guys feel was, your favorite thing that you heard this year or um, like musically, like what was your, f- a lot of bands did like live streams and stuff. So like, what, what, what do you think was the most important thing that happened this year musically? Go ahead, Jared, you go first. Uh, no pressure, but the answer has yeah. to be a hundred percent life changing. So, <laughs> so uh, the, every time I die live stream, was that January or was that in December? I forget when that was. I think that was December. Well, I think it was December. Yeah. Yeah. December. That, yeah, I believe so. so that was 
amazing. It was so funny. I watched it. I watched it three times in three days. Like it was, I was laughing so hard, but also, uh, code orange. Well, actually yeah. code orange and under oath, actually the way that they were filming everything, they made it so interesting to watch. Like it just kept you like all your, what senses were in check. You could even smell what was going on. It was just, yeah. it, it looked so good and just kept you into it. And code orange, man, they're, uh, they're killing it. Yeah. I, it's funny. Cause I think that original code orange stream was, uh, it was supposed to be like code orange, Zayo and Jesus piece. Like, can you imagine a better show than that? What? You cannot. I didn't know yeah, that. that. That was the original lineup of that show. It was supposed to be Code Orange, Zayo, and Jesus Peace. That, yeah, that, was, that was that was supposed to be in Pittsburgh, yeah. And well, yeah, because uh, Jeff from Zayo, I I um, talked to him every now and again on Messenger, and he was like, "Well, he's like, I'm trying to decide whether or not it's like when COVID was first starting to hit, and he's like, I'm trying to decide if I should get on my car, get in my car, and start driving to Pittsburgh because he's in New York, and right, uh, right. and he's like, he's like, because I know that the show's just going to get canceled." Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, before, before I even get anywhere close and he's like, then I'm going to turn around and not be able to get into New York again, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause they, cause they shut New York down. Um, and then it was about three hours later. He's like, yep. He's like, I called it. It's canceled. But then that was wow. like the big thing where code orange was like, we're going to go ahead and play anyway, but we're just going to broadcast it online for free. Yeah. It, the, the way, like, I mean, I, I don't like every song they have, but it just, is interesting to watch and to see somebody produce music right now. Yeah, totally. Um, that was a good answer. John's got to top that. I don't, I don't know. That's good pretty luck, tough. John. Yeah, that's pretty good tough. Luck, Listen, Jared. Yeah, right. Jared does. You know, Jared's like our. You know, he kind of keeps us up to date on like all things musical. <laughs> you know, in our in our band chat. You know, we'll get like some sort of new. Hey, you got to oh, yeah. check out this video, or you got to check out this band, and all that. Like he's like yeah. He's my like you know, recommended if you like, you know, personal yeah. <laughs> assistant. So, yeah. uh, but I think probably like from I don't know like uh, from watching a live stream or anything like that. Probably the best moment of 2020 for me, like as far as like not being able to attend a show, but like seeing something live had to have been the uh, the Chris Creasy Appleseed cast. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. yeah, live stream where he was doing that like by time zone. Like bedtime yeah. lullaby thing, and right, I, right before we were uh, we got on this, I was watching uh, the low level Al tour video. Yep, and and Jared and I are like obsessed with Appleseed Cast, so like yeah. we, you know, I right think that's there. originally how we bonded. Like we, yeah, no, about, like, same, yeah, totally. And and we were just like very very excited about you know when he was doing those live streams and. And I think that was probably one of the the highlights just because, yeah. you know, I was having trouble sleeping at the time and, and some of them were like so late at night and it helped me like it legitimately did what it was supposed to do and help yeah. me fall asleep. Sure. So um, I thought that was cool. A lot of like releases that came out during the year include Violent Life, Violent Death. I think their, their album, their most recent album is just, is freakishly good. The color um, we, yeah, yeah, we love yeah. those guys. Oh, God. Like, so- God, it's yeah, it's so good. It's like it's disgustingly heavy. Yeah, like and it, it's a shame too. Like whenever we play with them, we're like, you know, can you space us out? Like at least one, yeah, you we, know, additional band. Like before, you know, like, before like they play because you know I hate like I hate following them or I hate going yeah. on right before them because like 
you know, everybody forgets about you. And then like, they're just like, this yeah. band is so good. So, so I mean, cool. just, like, everybody loves so, raspy vocals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just so unique too. Like, and they're all just so good at their instruments. And yeah, then we're, we're all here like good trying to play. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, I think like besides that, I think um, right the album that came out on Blasphemer right before us, that lowest album, yeah, um, with Rich Thurston. I think his, I think he did, even though it's a studio project. And you know, I like the band Treason, and I like you know all the other projects he's been involved in. Um, I think that album itself, even though it's you know it's like four song EP seven inches like just so good and i've been listening to that a lot recently so that's probably like my favorite short of you know the stuff that we put out like from 2021 fading signal from north carolina just put out something uh same day we released um and i become deaf that's another one that came out in 2021 but 2020 like there was so many things going on and so many so many like different albums and things like that there's like almost too much to mention but a lot of good music came out and i think that a lot of people, you guys are going to see a lot of things coming out this year because, well, you couldn't play shows, so all you're doing is writing. So yeah, yeah, 2021 is going to be like, you know, some sort of like freak show with like a thousand like new albums coming out because, you know, we didn't, we didn't have any, like as musicians, we had nothing to do. We couldn't play anywhere, you know, unless yeah. you were, yeah. you know, some like acoustic guitarist guy playing at like some, you know, I don't know, outdoor, out, out, outdoor restaurant or something like that, yeah, you know, yeah. playing jimmy buffett which is you know is not what we circle back does um one thing i think i think we're going to see like once tours start happening and they start mapping them out people are going to be competing for dates and and cities i think we're going to see some like pretty solid tours though like some real big names touring together uh a lot of people putting out stuff i mean i think we're like nate's already written a thousand different riffs so he really we may continue to write all of us here. I think it was five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it, yeah. And and Nate is like consistent with his with his songwriting. Like there's no there's no yeah. days off when it comes to that guy. So yeah. he 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 consistently sends us stuff. So we're we're already trying to like cobble a few things together from you know yeah. like some riffs and things like that. And I think our next move is to continue continue writing as much as we can up until we, we can, you know, like go on tour or play shows or do weekends or whatever, you know, I think we're all hungry enough at this point and probably have had so much vacation time saved up where mm-hmm. we can somewhat, you know, do something somewhat legitimately, you know, in 2021, if, you know, we get to a point in our society where, you know, this thing is calmed down to a point where it's yeah. safe. Yeah, no doubt. And that that's the whole thing, man. It's like you, you want to see, you, you know, and not to get like, weirdly enough, this is considered a political topic, but I would like to see, yeah. you know, more people get vaccinated because like, I don't want to go to a hard show, hardcore show where I have to stand 15 feet from the stage. You know what right. I mean? Or, or, you know, like I, like, a, like I want, I want John up in my face, screaming at my face. Like, sure. I might swallow a little bit of his spit, but that's fine. As you, you know would. Like, yes. That's exactly, I, that's yeah. exactly what would happen at a circle back show. Totally, totally. You know, like people, I think the, the funniest comment I think we got recently is like, Hey man, I've never been to one of your shows, but the faces that singer makes are just wild. Like, you know, like yeah. just please yeah. post as many pictures as you can because, you know, he's just a weirdo, and that and that's okay. I think that's that works for me. Fair, yeah. Fair assessment. Yeah, absolutely. 
it's like no he's actually not angry i know it's like really not. You know, all, all the stuff yeah. that he's talking about it's like super wholesome like <laughs> right right and that's, and that's the funniest part because like Your i'm not gonna write to it, yeah you know i'm not gonna like write a song about like decapitating cats or like you know like anything like just ridiculous and foolish and you know like i'm not i'm not here to fight anybody or do anything like that you know like i'll fight for you know the right causes and things like that sure. but I, I i would like the lyrics to you know, to somewhat, you know, like resonate and hit home with somebody who may be going through something as opposed to like, just some like punch you in the face, you know, <laughs> how does this taste? You know, like, I don't right. know. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to stop. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that cool either to, to be able to write stuff like that. So right. I know, I know, I know my, you know, my place in society, like in, in my standing in the hardcore scene where, you know, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to run up and just like stab you or something like that. Right. <laughs> but I mean, if you were actually hardcore, you would. Yeah, I would. I mean, I and, mean and I'm not I saying, mean. listen, I'm not saying I haven't got in my share of scraps back in the day. You know, I was one of the things I was telling Robert, you know, when I was like just blowing his mind with like all the, the 90s, you know, knowledge <laughs> that I have about like, you know, how we we'd how we legitimately had to like fight people back in the day. Well, because there were like a bunch of, you know, neo-Nazi skinheads and stuff like that that would come to shows and, well, we had to get them out. So, you know, you had to take care of business. But, you know, things are like a lot more safe now and, you know, a lot of bands are doing, you know, things the right way. And, you know, it seems to be that the message is overall positive. So that's that's always a good thing societally. Absolutely. So, you know, just to just to uh, circle back on my other question, um we uh what are you guys looking forward to the most in 2021 besides playing shows oh my gosh every time i die is new album <laughs> oh my god i can't wait i cannot wait for it i'm not sure if you're aware but jared really likes every time i die yeah i've, I've, picked, I've picked up on that big fan hey big fan. have you listened to the discography discussion episode on every time i die i have yeah you have oh my god okay, i have cool. Sweet. Yes. Damn, people actually listen out. to the stuff you like, do. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, the day came out. I remember. Yeah, my co-host John, he showed up for that one, and that's not even his podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. But, yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm also very much, very much looking forward uh, to some new ETID. Like, oh, for sure. I, I, yeah, just, I, think- I love that band so much. <laughs> like Jared, Jared loves them to like. He should be like the moderator for like all their Facebook, you know, groups and stuff. Oh, like I would that. love to. I would love to. Yeah, but I will say that Goose, uh, he said he liked uh, RT three. I sent it to yes. him today. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm. Yeah. Talking. So then it's one of those things. Like if you if you like this new EP, please share it. You know, word yeah. of mouth I think goes you know a long way when it comes to helping out bands that like can't tour can't do anything right now. Yeah. So yeah. if you, if you like anything that we do, please share it with your friends or put it on social media, tag us in it, something like that, just so we can, you know, you know, get the word out, you know, one person likes it, you know, they tell 10 other people. That's, you know, that's how, and they tell to your friends. Yeah. So, you know, we try to, we try to keep it as grassroots as possible, but um, you know, Listen to our EP, stream it, you know, yep. on all the, all the different platforms that are available. And if you like it enough, like go to hardcorenetal.com and actually buy, you know, the vinyl version of it. You know, I think Ryan did a great job helping yeah. us put it together. All the colors look great. 
Um, so there's a little something for everybody if you go out and actually yeah. purchase that. that. That also supports us as well. Yeah, I mean, look at this cover artwork. I mean, my God. John Listen, did that. I did not. Well, I, 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 found, I found like the baseline for that. And Richard did like a fantastic job of yeah. like, making yeah. sure like he got all, it, it was to the specs that we wanted with the color schemes that kind of like were the most appealing. And, we went and I think he did a great job. Teams, right? We did. Yeah. And Richard, like on top of that, like putting together like all the, like the liner notes and, and yeah. getting everything, you know, through like layered PDFs and stuff like, you know, you need a degree for, you know, he did such a good job with that. So Richard, you know, is like our, it's, it's kind of like our art department and he did just, he did such a good job with this. And, you know, we're like forever grateful to him for the work that he does. It's super cool, man. Like I'm not that into abstract art, but like, this is one of those, like, I'll look at it and just be like, we like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I don't, I've been looking at this for the last four hours. Like, uh, I don't yeah. know. It's <laughs> like one of those 3d paintings from like the nineties where you looked at it and like you, if you crossed your eyes, you could see something different in there. But John, you you you, do, you dodged the question. What are you what are you looking forward to in 2021? Man, I, I'm just trying to stay afloat. I mean, I think that's the most important thing. I think normalcy. I feel yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a little bit, like a little bit of normalcy. Like I think would go a long way for so many people, including myself. I think, you know, musically, like you know, whatever whatever comes whatever comes through is kind of what I'm. You know, I'll be able to check out. You know, with all the new releases. When it comes to music, whatever, like I'm, I'm fine. I will check out anything that you send my way. Like the um, new Zeta record. Oh, well, listen, I mean, between Dan and we, we've talked about this. Like, I know. You know, you know, my obsession with Zeo for for you know since 1996. You know, when Obviously, I first saw yeah. it. Um, but besides, like the Zeo album, which it, it's, it, and they're like printing money right now for the most part. I oh mean, yeah, I don't mean to speak out of school, but like the minute you know they put like a little teaser up on you know on on their Facebook page and Instagram and things like that, you know, people are just like ready to just throw their money. Like no matter what, like you said, you know, Dan can like, you know, take a shit in the bucket and then it'd be like, Oh man, how much, you know, yeah, so yeah, I, would my life. Like I would, I would redefine shit in a bucket. Yeah. And, and the good thing is, is, you know, I feel that they're a band that deserves that, you know, they've, they've put in the time and effort over, yeah. over 20 years now, well, well over 20 years now. And, you know, and everything that they do is, is top quality and, and, and high quality so i think everybody should buy it anyway so i'm definitely looking forward to that but honestly like between you and me like i think a sense of normalcy is is probably the most important thing i mean i if you ask me i'm looking forward to like getting a covid vaccine you know like these people have busted their butts you're working 24 hours a day you know at these different labs and say what you want about you know the the pharmaceutical industry but you know, being able to cobble together something that actually works over a period of time, a short period of time, yeah. is, is is kind of like a modern miracle. So it's black magic, if, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, the faster we can get these shots in the arms, the faster, you know, we can return to the normalcy and, you know, argue if you want and things like that. And there's going to be a segment of the population that will not get it, which whatever. But, um, you know, I want to get back to actually having a good time with my friends and, and family and be able to, you know, hang out on a regular basis, you know. So that's what I'm looking forward to most for 2021. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, I, I want it to go back to normal so I can drive up and hang or you guys can right. drive down here. Exactly. And like, listen, we like will that. come. We want to come there. We want to play a show there. Yeah. And if you would have us, we would be more than willing to do that. 
but we can't do that until you know yeah. That's everybody the, kind of follows, part, man. follows like, the process. All the all the uh, places to play here are just they're either temporarily shut down or permanently shut down in some cases, and that's right. just, well. I think I think you know that's that's the hardest part of like what's hit the music industry is you know a lot of these venues like you know really relied on bar sales and yeah. and, and, and percentage of ticket sales and door sales and, and, and some yeah. you know the bigger ones you know merch kind of merch, but you know I have my own feelings on that, but um, yeah. I think you know, we can't let these places die off. You know, we have a hard time in Charleston period trying to find a place to play because, you know, venues come and go here. And, you know, some of the stalwart places that we have in South Carolina, including new Brooklyn Tavern and, you know, other places like that, you know, are like struggling to stay open just because they can't have consistent shows. So the faster we can get through this, the faster, you know, these small businesses will be able to, stay open and then, you know, return to normalcy where they can, you know, pay employees, hire bartenders, do whatever they have to do. So people, you know, can help the economy or whatever. For you sure. Know, Jared, I mean, do you, you agree with me? Like I went on a rant, but whatever. You John know, Marino, 2022. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Insane, man. Vote now. <laughs> say what you want to say. Yeah. Like uh, John Marino, you know, for, for king of the world. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> right. You, right. For your king, I think you just take it. I think that's how how kingship works. That's it. Um, yeah, right. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, you just take it, um, gentlemen. Thank you so much. This is I, I I love catching up with you guys, finding out what's going on. Um, I, I have I have such a personal vested interest in the band and just what you guys have going on, and you guys continue to impress me over and over and over again. Um, and it's 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 depressing to me whenever I'm just like, hey man, you should have got circle back, and they're like, who's that? I'm like, oh my god, sit down for like 30 minutes. I'll show yes. you because uh, that's my favorite thing about circle back is you guys embody the idea of brevity is the soul of wit. In that you guys get in, you punch people, and then you get out. You know, it's a it's a gut punch. And I've and I've told you this before. It is so hard to do sometimes with Nathan. Yeah. Because sure, he'll, yeah. he'll write these riffs, and I'm like, you know, after like you know two minutes and twenty four seconds, I think I start shaking, you know, and like, <laughs> yeah, please end the song, please end the yeah. song, please end the song, because yeah. you know I've been in bands and I've had you know like seven minute songs, and it's just, yep. and and now nowadays, like when you're when you're trying to book a show, like, hey guys, you got twenty minutes, so we want to yeah. we want to pack as much punch as we can into our sets as well. Um, or like, Hey, you guys only have 30 minutes. So we want to, we want to give, you know, the people that have spent hard earned money, you know, as much circle back as they can get instead of, you know, like just one long song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nathan's over there jamming stuff like cynic and death oh. and you know, like morbid angel and you know, all this but stuff. I do. I do want to say Nathan has a new project Tarsus coming out. I and, saw that, yeah. And it is, it, and they have, you know, he's that first one is like six and a half minutes. You so. want to talk impressive? Um, that song was very impressive to me. Yes, and I am, I am, I'm very, I, I love Nathan, and and that's why he got me for like six and a half minutes to listen to the thing, because yeah. like I said, I, I start shaking after like a couple minutes. Like I'm, I'm so, you know, ADD, yeah. I guess, in a way that I can like, okay, let's go to the next song. Let's go to the next song. So, right. Um, you know, this yeah. it's coming out. I think in February. If I, I hopefully he can put in the chat what oh, yeah, it's coming out. But, but check it out. It, it'll be cool. But in the meantime, please, please continue to 
share, you know, the, the gift of time with everybody that you can. And, and we really appreciate you having us on. Thank you so yeah, much. Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. Um, where, uh, if people want to buy the gift of time, where, where can they buy it? I know you said earlier, but I just want to make a dedicated time for it. Um, where, where can people buy that record if they, if they want to buy it? So the yeah, gift yeah. of time is streaming on all major platforms. And if you would like to buy the vinyl version of the gift of time, you can go to hardcoreandmetal.com. Again, that's hardcoreandmetal.com. And that'll take you right to the Blasphemer uh, Records website. Um, easy. You know, he does a great job. He ships out like so fast. So if you want it, you'll be able to grab it. Again, it's at hardcoreandmetal.com. Metal. That's metal. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time you. tonight. And uh, I, I, I look forward to further circle backness. And again, like I said, hopefully everybody gets vaccinated and we can hang because yeah, that, that would be a good time. Uh, I will show you guys the best place to get tacos here in St. Louis. And you will you nice. will thank me afterwards for oh, sure. I'm already thanking you now in advance. Like I don't do anything for Real quick, Dan, what's the barbecue place uh, in St. Louis? There's this one. Oh, man. There was this venue I went to in St. Louis, and there was this barbecue spot right down the street. Oh, and there, there was, like, a line that went, like, out the door. And, I, oh, man, I can't remember. That, bu- that bums me out. Jared, don't you want Because we have a lot you, of uh, barbecue carts. Uh, weren't you oh, on yeah. tour and, and went through St. Louis? Yeah, that the 2010. Uh <laughs> Uh, I was on Scream the Prayer, and we stopped in St. Louis. Wait, what band were you playing with on Scream the Prayer? Because I was uh, there. I was with I, I the Breather. I wasn't playing with them. I was just on the road with them. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah dude, I was there. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's a yeah. small world. I uh, yeah. <clears throat> saw Project 86 at that show. Anyway, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I remember because Schwab was standing on the stage and had his balls in my face the entire time. Oh, fun. Sure he did. Yeah, I yeah. Sure he did. not changed much over the years. But yeah, like, no. um, yeah, like. No, that's awesome. Like I, I try to remember what that place was called because I want to say we stopped and got barbecue before we went to that show. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It was really yeah. good. But we have a we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of food trucks in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, it, God, it could have been anywhere, man. Yeah, and, and then the there fact was a that diner. lined up makes me think that it was a food truck. Uh, no, it was inside. It was inside. There was like. It was like a Sunday, and people were there after church. And Maylene was one of the first bands in line. Okay, uh, <laughs> it was it was out of control. I don't remember. Yeah, that, makes, that makes tons of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll have to I'll have to figure it out. I'll I'll, I'll message you uh, later yeah, if I can okay. remember if I can remember what it's called. And if it's if it's good, yeah. I'll like I don't know try to try to mail you some or something. No, I can't really do that. Oh, okay. But if they have sauce, <laughs> if they have a sauce, I'll mail you the sauce. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was my chat with John and Jared of Circle Back. You can't say it in you can't just say Circle Back, you'd say Circle Back every single time. It's just what you have to do. I mean, some band names are just that way. Like, you can't not say that, like Slayer. You can't say Slayer, Slayer. Yeah, I I guess I can't. I tried to say it like really, really low key, but it just came out like that. I Um, mean, even when you try to do it that way, you're just like Slayer. 
Pretty much, yeah. It's like a whisper scream. Yeah. It's like Zayo, right? That's a whisper scream. Or Chimera. Or Chimera. Yeah, yeah. Surrounded by liars, killers, and haters. Uh, but, you know, I think that Circleback is definitely a band that I think once all this stuff kind of clears up and they actually start hitting the road again, um, I think that they are going to be playing in your hometown. More specifically, you, John. <laughs> nobody, nobody ever comes to my hometown. I'm like, I'm like that guy every time. They're like, yeah, we're playing a show here, here, here. I'm like, come to Brazil. <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> come to, the come to brazil comments always fucking get me because it's like like are these bots like i know half of it is like that it's just fucking funny to do but yeah the come to brazil comments always yeah, i am kind of wondering i <laughs> I I feel like a band of circle backs and, and the violent life violent death dudes like you know bands of that level I think are actually poised to to break out more once all of this kind of starts being okay for touring because it's going to be those smaller clubs that will probably open first so they'll probably get a better crack at getting people who are thirsty for shows uh to come out and support them and so forth so I wouldn't be surprised if actually you know cuz something you you made a comment in in, the, in this episode during the chat was, you know, I, I always try to tell people about you and so on and so forth. And, you know, John even made the comment about how word of mouth is really uh, big for a band like them. And I absolutely agree. And I think, you know, like I said, they're, they're poised that when the touring resumes, like obviously it's going to be the smaller bands that are going to be able to come back first so i feel like maybe that's actually a blessing in disguise for bands like this to where they can make a bigger impact in a shorter amount of time because people are going to be so thirsty for live music yeah i agree because i think i think too like a lot of these a lot of the bigger bands are going to kind of be like oof okay let's start the uh let's start the start the machine up again and you know yeah we haven't been doing much of anything i know i know a lot of bands are writing and stuff but like circle back like and even even like violent life violent death they're obviously ready to go you know what i mean like like right right out the gate um whereas a lot of these other bands either maybe have been stagnant uh through a lot of this stuff and um you know they probably have bigger commitments to try to meet and all this planning and stuff like that whereas like these 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 smaller bands are are like you said they're going to be able to just kind of get out there and people are going to go check them out when it's not necessarily that i'm going out to see circle back it's I want to go see a hardcore show and I haven't seen a hardcore show in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I loved your uh, comment about like having John spit in your mouth, <laughs> getting, into yeah, some I mean, Brandon, that... getting into some Brandon Kellum vibes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All, all my favorite hardcore vocalists, I, I need them to baby bird, you know, things into my mouth. That's just part of the experience for me, you know? And like we talked about in the chat last week, I really don't feel like you should judge me for that, John. <laughs> Oh, we're circling back to last week's episode. Oh, I like we're circling that. back all over the place. But no, seriously, uh, there this new EP. This is not a paid promotion. I actually really, really, really like this EP, "The Gift of Time" by Circleback. Uh, and I think if you're into hardcore um, with no bullshit, I think I think this is exactly what you want. But I'm definitely looking forward to uh, these guys getting the tour around, and and I mean shit, making a dudes uh, the violent, violent death dudes come with them, so they can do uh, hyper connected together. I mean. Can you imagine, I mean, A, like, you know, Don and them are always hate going on <laughs> after after violent, like, violent death. Uh, but it is one of those things, like, can you imagine, you know, they come out and they start off with, like, fucking hyper-connected, and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, that'd be crazy. Uh, absolutely, I'd be I'd be all for it, man. I'd be all for it. So, um, yeah, but these guys are the real deal. If you like hardcore, definitely check them out. Like I said, this is not a paid promotion at, at all. Like that's I would not lie to you. If I if I thought they were dog trash, I would I would probably just say that. Probably on my other show. But and if you want to keep up on everything, Circleback, you can check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram. Circleback HC. You will get the gift of time. That's a very nice plug. Where can everyone find you? Oh, me? Oh, God. Well, you can find me here, uh, Bruce Big Pod. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Discuss Metal Dan. You can find me on YouTube at Discuss Metal Dan. You can find me at DiscussMetal.com and John for our other show, Discography Discussion. And uh, every now and again, I like to throw up a, uh, a Discuss Metal interview. I just vomited out all over for you guys to listen to and if you would like to keep up with all things this podcast very much like circle back all of our things are on our central landing page of brucebeakpod.com but if you want to find us individually on all the other social networks well brucebeakpod simple um you can find everything you'll possibly need there merch we got it you can donate to the show if you would like to we got one of those uh rate review subscribe for the podcast greatly helps you know the spiel so i'm not going to give it to you and uh, our sponsors week in and week out we tell you how great our sponsors are because we we believe in them so we're going to start off the gratitude list with on point palmade keep your beard and hair looking on points use our code bsp15 and take 15 percent off your total purchase order head on over there let them know that we are sending you over there support those guys and gals also head on over to rockabilia.com where they have over five hundred thousand items in their online store if there is a band that we have talked I am so close to 100% positive that they have something there that you can buy from them. Uh, if you use our code BREW, you will save 10% off your total purchase order. Again, head on over to rockabilia.com. You never have to worry about the integrity of the products you're buying as they are 100% officially licensed through the bands. So you're supporting the bands, Rockabilia and us. So we want to thank them for supporting the show. And last but not least is the Bean Bastard Coffee. Head on over to thebeanbastard.com and pick you up some delicious coffee. We love the bean bastard it's yeah, just a great do. it's just a fun great name and their logo is cool so i mean you know what's not to like about that oh yeah no it's amazing you should check it out you should send me some <laughs> and speaking of sending us some we are going to send ourselves out so for the brutally speaking podcast i am john and i am dan and we will be back next week with johnny christ of avenge sevenfold and bane <laughs>